Hey, Sober Girls. Every life choice you make has an impact, and some choices are just easier than others. An easy choice for me has been adding Exact Nature CBD into my daily routine. Exact Nature's products can help curb cravings while promoting the positive changes in mood, focus, and my favorite, sleep. These are all part of getting and staying sober. They're available in oils, soft gels, and gummies, and in varying strengths and formulas. What I love most about Exact Nature is I know the quality is top tier and safe because their products are made by people in recovery for people in recovery. Go to exactnature.com to get 20% off your order. Use code SOBERGIRL20 at checkout. Being positive is a choice. Exact Nature just makes it easier. Welcome to a Sober Girl's Guide podcast, a lifestyle podcast based on sobriety and recovery. I'm your host and sober girl, Jessica Jabot. Inspired by my own sobriety and wellness journey, I want to spread the wealth of knowledge. Tune in each week for uncensored conversations about mental health, self-development, wellness and spirituality, and how they influence each guest's unique recovery journey. My goal is to educate and inspire and to let you know you are not alone on your recovery journey. Thanks so much for tuning in to a Sober Girls Guide podcast. Let's go! Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 52 of a Sober Girls Guide podcast. Today I am so, so excited to have the one, the only, Tiffany Jenkins. If you don't know who Tiffany is... Let me tell you about her. Tiffany is a wife. She's a mother, author, content creator, and a recovering addict. Although she's best known for her funny, viral Facebook videos, Tiffany speaks shamelessly, openly, and honestly about her past and addiction, as well as her struggles with depression and anxiety. Tiffany is relatable. She is no bullshit. She doesn't have the prettiest hair, the best makeup. She is real. And that's why she has garnered over 30 million views. Yeah, million views on her Facebook videos. I am so excited to sit down and talk to her today. So turn your headphones up and let's get into it. September is fast approaching, and you know what that means. New month, new season, new goals. If you're looking for support and encouragement for your new goals, group coaching is for you. If you want to join a group of like-minded women to rock out your recovery, this is for you. If you want to get to the heart of the matter and find peace in your life without alcohol, this is absolutely for you. Find your peace, love, and power through group coaching. Head over to asobergirlsguide.com, check out the coaching section, sign up for September group coaching now. See you in group. Tiffany, I am super fangirling right now. (laughs) I'm not that cool. No, you're so cool. Um, So I want to just share a little backstory of how I got introduced to you. So my mom and I, a couple months ago, we kind of sit and we we do our iPads and shit like that. And she was playing one of your videos. 
and I was hearing, overhearing just how freaking hilarious you were, but also how crazy relatable you are. And just the context and what you were talking about, I'm like, holy shit, like, that's really funny and really true. <laughs> so, and I'm like, I asked my mom, I'm like, what do you love about her? Like, she is so in love with you. Ah, I love her. Yeah. So I'm like, what do you, you know, what do you find appealing? What do you, what are you attracted to in Tiffany? And she's like, I love how funny she is, but I also love how relatable and honest. And I feel like we could be best friends. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, that is the perfect recipe. And that is exactly the type of people I have on the show and want to bring light and talk to. So that's how I got to know you. <laughs> now um, you're here. Thanks, mom. Yeah, right? <laughs> she's good for something. <laughs> yeah, she's, she sounds lovely. Not just because she loves me, but she sounds great. Yeah. She's a pistol. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, you are, you're huge. You're blowing up. You got this YouTube stuff. You are an author. You are, I, would you call it a mental health advocate or how would you kind of label that? I'm still not sure what to call yeah. it. Um, okay. to be honest with you, anytime anybody asks me what I do, I just stare at them and I'm <laughs> like, I, I'm going to be honest. I'm not sure what to say here because I wasn't planning on any of this happening. Yeah. Um, so I'm just kind of, I always say like, I'm an author and a content creator. Um, okay. I, I love the idea of a mental health advocate, but I'm in the middle of a mental breakdown as we speak. Okay. I, uh, so it feels silly to say that now when it's like, I can't even keep my own mental health in check. Um, right. But I am. And it's true. And I, I was honest with uh, my supporters about it. I was like, Hey, something's wrong with my brain. I got to get it fixed. So I've been to two doctors mm -hmm. in two days. Um, and I talked to a life coach for an hour and a half. Like I'm trying to figure it out because actually I'm, I get overwhelmed from time to time with this huge platform I was blessed with. Um, I feel like a newborn baby who has no idea how to control it. <laughs> yeah, totally. And I think it's kind of funny, um, how no one really plans for success. Like what if shit works out? Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, so what are the next steps? Because everyone has a plan B, you yeah. know? No one plans for, okay, what if this takes off? What do I do? Like, how do I expand and manage success? Yeah, absolutely. And that's, I I always like walk around with this idea that something amazing is going to happen. Like, I don't know what it is, mm -hmm. but I just have this invisible belief that cool stuff's going to keep happening and and it does and then when it does it's like oh man okay this is working what <laughs> what now yeah and, um so yeah so i love the idea of mental health advocate uh but okay. but again i don't know i i just i'm a weirdo is what the only label that seems to fit properly <laughs> okay let's go with that you're a weirdo yeah it's so that sounds right <laughs> okay cool <laughs> it fit um i i mean i definitely want to hear about your successes but i want to hear like if we can go back mm -hmm. and um 
talk about your recovery process and your journey through that and how how that kind of came to be or what led you to that. Yes. Where do you live, by the way? Um, I'm in Vancouver, Canada right now. I knew it. <laughs> you said Why? process. it's so cute i love it um that's awesome i want to move to canada to be honest with you you should i feel like whatever i don't want to get into stereotypes but i just feel like everybody is so chill like so nice there no they absolutely are i've been living in la for like 11 years and then coming to vancouver i'm like what yeah everyone Everyone relaxes and enjoys themselves. They have a holiday for families. It's called Family Day. Stop. Yeah, seriously. Oh my gosh. I wish I was allowed in Canada, man. I am not allowed to come oh, in. Do you have a DUI? No, I have I have felonies though from my drug addiction, mm. which we'll get into. But it okay. I'm gonna write somebody a letter because I feel like in my soul I need to be there. Those are my kind of people, but Yes. Um, Actually, you can write a letter. Uh, okay. I I w- have, you can, because I have a ton of friends, obviously being an addiction myself, who most of my friends have DUIs, and that's a felony in Canada. Really? And yeah. People in Canada are so nice. They'll they'll be like, okay, we accept you. Come on in. Like, open up. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take you in. We love I you. I love that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, okay, so back to the process. Pro- process of process. I love it. Um, <laughs> I was like a normal kid, I guess mm-hmm. you could say. Like I, I didn't have anything super traumatic happen. Um my stepdad was a cop. I was getting great grades. I was captain of the cheerleading squad. Um until I tried alcohol and then Things went downhill super fast because mm. all my life I had felt like anxious and depressed and weird and out of place and awkward. And I never talked about it because it was just not something that you did. So the minute the alcohol hit me, I felt numb for the first time. Mm. And it was the most magical feeling. Like all my worries went away. And so naturally, <laughs> I was mm. like, well, I need to feel this tomorrow also yeah and the day after um and within three months of that first sip of alcohol i dropped out of school completely and just went downhill fast um i was introduced to my drug drug of choice um my early 20s and i had no idea the consequences of addiction back then like I did not know about withdrawal. I did not know that I could become an addict. I thought addicts were, you know, old old people who lived under bridges and like pushed carts and yeah. broke in your house. No like, yeah. Yeah. Never in a million years did I think it was me, man. And we mm-hmm. didn't have phones in our pockets back then. So, you know, the, the knowledge just wasn't there. So I was super ignorant and super desperate mm-hmm. to just mask all this weirdness and Mm -hmm. so um i i took my drug of choice and it was life-changing for me um Mm. it started off fun but then one night i was laying in bed and i felt really really sick like my bones felt like they were twisting inside of my body and i called my best friend and she was like it's probably because you haven't um done one today 
you should take one uh, and uh, you'll be fine. And so I did. I went and I got one and I took one and instantly all that pain went away. And that was the night I started using drugs, not for fun, but because I had to in order to not feel like I was dying. Wow. Yeah. And, um, and with that comes a level of desperation. And so things just got out of hand, man. Um, mm -hmm. I got into a relationship with a deputy because I thought that would be a really good idea. Which... <laughs> <laughs> it is not a good idea. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know what it is? I thought back to my childhood and I remembered the stability mm -hmm. that my stepdad provided for my family. And, um, I was like, oh, well, I can't keep doing <laughs> drugs if I'm with a cop. Love right. will keep me sober. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <clears throat> that's not how it works. So I hid my drug addiction from him for two and a half years and, um, was ultimately arrested. And that was, mm. um, the beginning of my new life. But it took a lot of darkness after my arrest to get to the good stuff. Right. Wow. Sorry, I feel like I sound like the Crypt Keeper. I have to take a sip of coffee really quick because my throat is like... No, go ancient, for it. An ancient fossil. <laughs> okay. Golden. Okay, so you went to jail, and then what happened? I, I went to jail, and I was charged with a ridiculous amount of felonies. Um Whoa. Yeah, around 20, and I was not prepared mm. uh, for any of this. I was withdrawing from drugs on the floor of a jail cell, um, contemplating my existence. It was the lowest point in my life. I don't want to give too much away, but I will say that um, I felt like life was impossible, and I was not cut out to live. I felt like I was born into a broken body and i mm. felt like i was destined to live a fast life and fizzle out at a young age when i looked towards my future it was just black i couldn't imagine uh -huh. living life without drugs i like i literally could not picture living a life that did not include something to get me through mm. the day and so i made the choice to end my life and um I think we can all agree that anxiety is so 2023. Say peace out to anxiety and overwhelm with chill vibe gummies. Made with ashwagandha root, L-theanine, GABA, chamomile flower, and lemon balm, these gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO gummies are the perfect way to change your vibe naturally and most importantly, safely. Whenever I tried medication for my anxiety, I was always hit with extreme side effects that made me feel paranoid or just completely numbed of all emotions, the good and the bad. Chill Vibe Gummies make you feel like you, just minus the anxiety. Go to vibegummies.com to get your gummies today. That's V-I-B-E gummies.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. A common misconception about relationships is that they have to be easy to be right. But sometimes the best ones happen when you put the work in to make them great. Therapy can be a place to work through the challenges you face in all your relationships, whether with your friends, work, your significant other, or most importantly, yourself. My biggest fear is that I was unlovable. 
that something was just not good enough or deserving of love. My therapist has helped me to see that my thoughts are not necessarily the truth. Therapy has helped me overcome these limiting beliefs that were keeping me in unhealthy patterns in my life. We are our own worst critic, and I love that my therapist reminds me of how far I have come. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out the brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit betterhelp.com ASGG today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash ASGG. Against my will, I was saved. Um, and it didn't make sense back then. And I was super mm-hmm. angry, but it makes sense now. <laughs> yeah. Now I get it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So and- I ended up going to re a few things took place in jail. Um, okay. a few amazing things, um, a few really crappy things, but ultimately I ended up choosing to get help for myself. And so I went directly from jail to a six-month residential treatment program. And from there, I went to a halfway house. And um, that's where (laughs) I'm, yes, that is a story. Um, But yeah, that's where I met my husband. And that's where my family started, was in the halfway house. Whoa. Okay. Right on. And so... So yeah, so now um I have six and a half years clean. I'm I've got three kiddos. Um I'm married and life is super crazy and awesome and wonderful. Wow. When you say you chose to get help. Yeah. What why? What made you cho- what made you make that decision? Um so I'm just going to tell you because screw it. And if, but, yeah. but you, usually I'm like, mm, you'll have to get the book to find out. <laughs> I don't care. I'm just going to tell you because whatever. Okay. Um, don't tell my publishing company. My mm-hmm. father uh, came to visit me on Christmas mm-hmm. and he told me that um, he was diagnosed with cancer. Um, mm-hmm. but he told me that he, as of that day on Christmas, he had 62 days sober for the first time in his life. Wow. And I was shocked because my father was an alcoholic and he was in and out, um, of my life. And so he told me, <clears throat> excuse me, during that visitation that he loved me and that there was nothing that I could ever do to make him think differently of me. And mm-hmm. he told me that I needed to get my shit together and get out of there so that we could take this recovery journey together as a family. And in that oh. moment, I felt loved at a time when I was completely unlovable. And I took the little bit of hope that he had given me. And I made the decision to get help for myself so that I could create these memories with my father because time was fleeting. Yeah. And oh. in rehab, um, so I, I was able to get um visits with him and the longer i stuck around in rehab the longer like i was i start i started loving myself again and i started trusting myself again and i started getting back to the old me you know those feelings mm-hmm. 
and emotions that I had before the drugs numbed them out, they all started coming back. And my father and I were able to give each other our one year sober medallion. And we got to create some pretty amazing memories together before he passed away. And I'm so grateful to him because if it wasn't for his love, uh, I probably wouldn't be here today. Wow. Oh, I just got chills. That's really, really sweet. So how do you practice your sobriety? Um, I, I stick around people who are in recovery. So everybody Mm -hmm. that I associate with is in recovery. Um, and that way they're just a phone call or a text. I'm in a group chat with five women who are in recovery. So all day long, sweet. uh, we're staying connected. Yeah. I, um, and I try not to talk too specifically about like my specific program because I don't ever want to make it seem like, Oh, I'm, I'm an advocate for, you know narcotics anonymous and blah 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 because that's not it i'm just like about life and so i try to keep it really general but for me personally it was a 12-step program and Mm -hmm. i go to meetings and uh i have a sponsor who i need to get a little bit more uh closer with we've drifted apart over time so i do need to get in touch with her but i'm constantly in check uh, with my emotions and my feelings, and I don't ignore them. And the minute something starts to feel off, I reach mm-hmm. out either to my husband or my friends or to Google and not not like in a creepy <laughs> WebMD way, but in like a, I feel crazy. Like, what can I do? Uh, right. And I'll watch YouTube videos of self-help. Um, I have a life coach and a um, therapist. We go to uh, family therapy and stuff. And I think just keeping in the forefront of my mind uh, that my brain works a little bit differently than most people and I can't ignore what my brain is telling me. Um, mm. That really helps. Yeah. First of all, creepy WebMD stuff is not creepy. I do it <laughs> all the time. Thank you. <laughs> I'm forever. I think we all do, man. Your, yeah, like my Google history is whatever. I have no shame. It's, it's crazy for <laughs> sure. Absolutely. Um, so I want to know more about your husband and how you guys met in treatment. Can we talk about yeah, that? So I, I'm usually, I usually don't talk about that too much only because um, I told that whole story when I was on tour, but now I'm not on tour mm. anymore. So I can talk about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, my husband and I, um, met when I was in a halfway house and um, we began dating. And very shortly after we began dating, I got pregnant while in the halfway house and we panicked um, Mm -hmm. and then decided to get married. (laughs) So (laughs) we got married five months after meeting each other and um, we busted our butts to work really hard and get our own place. And eventually we moved in together and um, had my son and my son was born on my birthday. And then when uh, my son was six months old, I found that I was pregnant again. Woo. Yeah. We're just not wasting any time around here. No. Um, get, get her done. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> um, my daughter was born 16 months after my son was born. And then my bonus baby, uh, my bonus daughter, his daughter from a previous relationship came to live with us full time. So two years. From okay. the time we met, um, I went from being like single to 
a married mom of three. And um, it was really overwhelming. And I was having trouble adjusting. I was having trouble relating. I was going through some postpartum depression. And every time I went to the internet to see how other moms were coping with motherhood, everybody looked great. Yeah. I was like, dang it. I am not a good mom. (laughs) Like, I felt like I was failing. It was pretty bad. I was like, oh, my gosh, these people are brushing their hair. And they're wearing (laughs) shoes as if they're leaving the house. And I don't understand what they're doing. I couldn't, I couldn't yeah. relate. So, um, so I decided to make my own wacko videos of myself with my hair looking like it got caught in a lawnmower. And uh, <laughs> people dug it, man. It was like people were just, you know, so stoked to have an inkling of something real on the internet, you know, and yeah. people started gravitating towards me. I feel like I overuse that term. Like every interview I've ever done, I'm like, people gravitated as if they're weird magnets that just floated. I just realized <laughs> how much I use that. It's so annoying. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> a good, no, but that's a good word. I've actually never heard anyone say that. Gravitate. Thank you. I need to no. figure out a, a cool, different way cultivate. to pick it up, though. Everyone's okay, that sounds like cultivate. a yeast infection. Absolutely. It sounds like culture, like a yogurt or something. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, it doesn't. Now that you remind me of what the word is, culture. Okay. That's what it is. Cultivate (laughs) is like like crops. Yeah. But it also sounds, it could be like a cult, like you're creating a cult. Oh, great. (laughs) (laughs) And now I have a hundred people on my compound and they obey my orders. It's, it's wonderful. (laughs) They stay in yurts. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, it's, it's actually amazing. How long have you been doing your videos and content creating? Um, I've been doing it for two years. And That's it? it yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. It escalated so quickly, man. So quickly. That's what I mean. I wasn't prepared. I had yeah. no lie. Like, Oh, it happened so fast. When you change your relationship with alcohol, you realize you have so many hours in the day. I love to dedicate my time to skincare, and Osea makes me and my skin feel and look like a queen. Osea's clean, vegan, and sustainable body care is a glowing choice for achieving your body care and self-care goals. Whenever I use the Andaria LG Body Butter, people literally stop me on the street. My skin is flawless and glowing, and I love the thick and unbelievably rich texture that absorbs instantly. Skincare is a habit worth keeping all year round. Osea can help your skin have a healthy glow every day. Because let's be honest, skincare is self-care. With over 27 years of seaweed-infused products, Osea is safe on your skin and the planet. It is clean, vegan, and cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified. Never choose between your values and your best skin. Start the new year fresh with clean, vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, we have a special discount just for our listeners. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code ASGG at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to O S 
E-A-Malibu.com and use code ASGG for 10% off. It happened so fast. Um, the majority of my supporters came to me in the first like year and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like, I boom, zero to a hundred, dude. I had a million followers and I'm like, what is happening? And then three months later, I had another million, three months later, another million. And then I panicked and I was like, well, yeah, kids pack your stuff. We're going to Hollywood. This is it. Like it is. (laughs) (laughs) It's showbiz, babe. (laughs) (laughs) But for real, I was like this. I the thing is, is all these people truthfully like send me emails and stuff and tell Mm -hmm. me how amazing I am. And it's like I'm so grateful. But I also have this weird thing where I feel like I've got everybody fooled. And any minute mm. now, they're all going to realize that I'm not as great as they think I am. And I am just, you know what I mean? And so I always try to keep people's expectations really low. And anytime someone says, you're my idol or you're my hero, I'm like, nope, take me down, sister. Take yeah. me down off that pedestal because you're going to be bummed out once you realize that right. whatever it is you think that I possess or I have <clears throat> is mm-hmm. not that I am. I'm human. I'm, I, I'm irrational. I have crazy anxiety that manifests itself as rage. I'm oftentimes like out of my mind. And like, mm-hmm. I try to be a good person and I try to be honest, but we are all literally the same. There's nothing special about me. And I try to make sure that all these people know that like, Hey, me and you were the same. Yeah. The only difference is I became willing to do whatever it took to stop using drugs. I kicked right. fear in the throat and wrote a book. You know what I mean? I Googled how to write a book and I just did it. And, yeah, but you can too. too. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You just gotta and hunker down. You have to have to have the will. I mean, I think it's also your bravery. You know how uncensored you are. The only reason that I'm able to be like this is mm. because of my supporters. Honestly, mm. I, I hid my whole life. I hid my feelings and my emotions and I stuffed them down and I buried them. And I think that contributed to, you know, my drug use, not that it's an excuse, but it was a great way not to have to deal with it. And it wasn't until I slowly started putting bits of my life out onto the internet and was accepted with open arms and then thanked for sharing that, that it made mm-hmm. me feel okay to open up. And the only reason I continue to do it is because of the love and support from my supporters, period. That's it. Yeah. Wow. See, we all need each other. Yes. And like, I'm a sensitive Sally. If I had started making videos and they were like okay weird lady you know what i mean you need this sucks boo then i probably wouldn't have continued to do it and i would have been like okay i'm just gonna keep being a waitress at sunny's barbecue that's fine love sunny's loved waitressing free mac and cheese but (laughs) but but i was accepted and so this is the path that the Mm -hmm. universe has created for me and i'm just gonna keep walking until they kick me off (laughs) of the internet (laughs) that's amazing that's so that's so inspiring i mean it it really is 
Thank you. I know. <laughs> uh, so tell me about the book. The book. Um, so what's really weird, I'm surprised people are buying it, to be honest with you, because uh, <laughs> I started releasing a chapter a week on the blog and okay. people were freaking out. Like they were mm -hmm. like, I cannot wait till Sunday. You have to tell me what happens, please. And then they started saying, I wish I could send this to my loved one in jail and rehab. It's so amazing. And so I decided uh, to take it down off the website and mm -hmm. Google how to write a book so that I could get it in book form. And I self-published. So everybody, uh, everybody had read the blog. And then mm -hmm. I self-published the book myself at the end of 2017 um on amazon yep and there was a butt ton of typos but people kept buying it so okay. it's it sold like fifty thousand copies or whatever which was shocking and unbelievable holy shit i i know on uh, honestly uh, I, I don't know how it happened so then it was picked up by an actual publishing company over a year later they're like yo we did this book we would love to publish it and in my head, I'm like, well, a bunch of people have already read it. Like, I don't imagine yeah. the sales being too great, but I'm not going to say no. You know what I mean? <clears throat> I was like, what an honor, because it was the last thing on my bucket list to get or uh, my dream board to get my book published. But I wasn't going to wait for it. So I published it myself. And I had always said, OK, everything on my dream board has come true except for this one thing. But I still get credit because I published it myself. So when the publishing company came to me, I was like, this is magic. This dream board, everything <laughs> on it has come true. Anyway, sorry. So the book was just published under Penguin Random House. And mm -hmm. it is um, my story. But it's told as if you are sitting next to me while I'm going through this drug addiction and trying to hide it from my deputy mm -hmm. boyfriend and you are with me while we were in it, it starts off in jail and slowly mm -hmm. it starts to unfold who I am and how I got there. And, um, it's, it reads like fiction, which is mm -hmm. pretty cool, except sadly it's my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's really raw, sometimes probably a little too raw. I have, <laughs> I've gotten a few comments from people, uh, who were like, Hey, you didn't have to go that graphic, sister. Like, <laughs> that's my bad, but I don't know. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it just show, I don't know. I'm not a good self promoter. <laughs> I don't know what to say. It's a, it's a cool book. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it has words Don't on the pages. It. Yeah. It has a cute and cover. It's, just, it's it has colors mm. on it, the cover. But yeah, but it's uh, <clears throat> so basically um I've gotten emails from people who are loved ones of addicts who mm -hmm. said that this book has given them an idea of what their person was going through and it made their heart soften a little bit and made them look at their loved one's addiction differently. Um, because they were there with me when I had right. to make those heartbreaking choices. Um, I get messages from addicts who say that it has given them the strength 
to stop using and they'll say, I have 11 days clean. I have a hundred days clean, you know, and <clears throat> it's just, it's pretty incredible, but it is raw. And if somebody's in treatment, you got to be careful thinking of sending it to them because there's very, very graphic drug use at times okay. in the book. Okay. But yeah. So it could be triggering. Big time. Okay. Yeah. But the ultimate, me- but it, it ends and then it becomes a message of holy crap, hope. Uh, yeah. But at, at some parts, it does get really, really dark. And so I just like to warn people. Okay. Thanks for the warning. But I lived it. And here I am. And so, you know, I got to talk about all of the parts, the good and the bad, because they all make up the person that I am today. And I had to go through that in order to be who I am today. Yeah. Do you think you would be able to do what you're doing today if you weren't sober? If I wasn't sober. No, God, no way. No, I would be way too busy trying to figure out who to rob to get drug money okay <laughs> like that's that was my brain straight up. it was it straight up my brain only had like three stops on its train of thought and that was scheming to get money figuring out where to acquire drugs and getting high and that was it and i would wake up every day wanting to die and my whole life was a series of plans and lies and guilt and shame and there is absolutely no way that I could do this because it was my sole focus. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, Sorry, I are you an point. addict or you're sober, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. Was drugs was, and alcohol I, were my thing? Okay, so drugs and alcohol. I was like, maybe I'm traumatizing her. Maybe I'm a little too no. far. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just, I'm just taking it all in and listening to you. It's really interesting. <laughs> Good. It's all good. Thank you. I mean, I'm, I know I'm supposed to be like conducting this interview or whatever, but it's like also a little bit selfish because I enjoy listening to other people's journeys and perspectives. I'm not really giving you an opportunity either. I'm a over talker. Like I, no. I over analyze while I'm talking. I'm like, maybe I need to say this. I should probably say this. And then before I know it, my dad used to hate that. He's like, I literally asked you one question and you've been talking for 15 minutes. Like, get to the <laughs> <laughs> the No, you've been, you've been pretty direct. Actually, like, I've had people go on tangents for about an hour and a half. Oh, well, that uh, makes me feel better. Yeah, I mean, the editing on an hour and a half long single question is a bit uh-huh. daunting. <laughs> 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 um, no, you're, you're super good. I have one more question for you, though. Um, To anyone listening to us right now who's either thinking of getting sober or having a rough time in their sobriety, what advice would you give to them? Oh, man. Um, So I often think back to when I was completely hopeless and broken in jail and I tried to end my life and I was saved by the corrections officers and I was super angry. Because mm. I couldn't understand why they're forcing me to live on this planet when I don't know how. Um, I was angry because they were forcing me to live in this broken body and this existence that I didn't want to be in. But I had no way of knowing back then how amazing life was going to get for me. 
I could have spent all day sitting in my cell imagining the future and it never in a million years would have looked the way it does now. And so if somebody's struggling or thinking about sober, you have being sober, you have to know that like literally the coolest stuff. And I mean, this is waiting mm. for you down the road. And I can almost promise you that if you stay sober and you hang around the right people and you keep doing quote unquote, the next right thing, as they say, that your life could be more beautiful than you could ever imagine. And every minute of hell that you go through with withdrawal or whatever it may be is a minute of hell you never, ever have to go through again. And life is so much better this way. And I look at my kids' faces almost daily, and I think to myself, like, I almost missed this. Mm. I almost missed this. They almost didn't exist. This life almost didn't exist. If it was up to me, none of this would exist. Mm-hmm. But my purpose wasn't done. And so you got to find your purpose. Hell yes. <laughs> oh, I love that. Thank you so, so much for your time and your knowledge, experience, and just sharing. Thank really you appreciate for having it. me. I appreciate you. No, I appreciate you. <laughs> Uh, one more. Where can people find you? Um, my main place is Facebook is my jam because I'm okay. old, uh, juggling the Jenkins on Facebook. Uh, but my website's kind of a landing page with links to everything, um, videos and blogs. I also share stories of other people's, um, recovery, overcoming addiction and self harm and abuse and stuff like that each week. And it's on the blog on, my page, uh, my website, jugglingthejenkins.com. And the cool thing is these people are putting their pictures up with their stories. So they're not like Whoa. anonymous. It's like, this is me before, and this is me now, and this is my story. And this is what's up. Pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so jugglingthejenkins.com. Okay. Amazing. Head over there, so get much. the book, check out the videos, share your story. It's all yes. good. Well, you heard it here first. If Tiffany is a weirdo, I'm a weirdo too. And you know what? If being weird is wrong, I don't want to be right. Thank you so much again, Tiffany, for sharing your knowledge, your experience, and just sharing your story. Couldn't appreciate it more. And I couldn't appreciate you more. Thank you so much for listening. Couldn't do this without your love and support. In fact, I want to share some lovely comments that I've been getting Uh, on the reviews and ratings on iTunes. So Megan Melville, yes, I'm talking to you, girl. Uh, Her comment is five stars, podcast gold right here. I love, 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 love this podcast. One of the top tools in my Sober Girl toolbox, along with a Sober Girl's Guide Insta. Do yourself a favor and let's go. Thanks so much, Megan. If you want some love on the podcast and a little shout out, you got to show me love. Write a review on our podcast on iTunes and I will be sure to read it on an episode. I will be sure to give you credit and a shout out. 
because you know what? Love makes a world go round. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at A Sober Girl's Guide and the blog. Don't forget about the blog. We have lots of events, lots of articles. Head on over to asobergirlsguide.com. Again, thank you so much for listening. Couldn't do this without you. Have a great day.